What do you think happens when we die at Camp Reeves? Good day. A good day would be to sleep in, take a motorcycle ride. You know, you're gonna have to catch me. Walking the streets of the future is really going to be breathtaking. Hello and welcome back to Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends absconded with Tom Hanks, Perlow, and Dwayne Johnson are about to be absolutely mugged by Gigano Reeves. I'm Sam Siegel and I'm stealing your limbs. Okay, that's convenient because this week I am Luke Patrick and I am eating your left leg. Uh, the left one. Yeah. Started with the below the knee, mm-hmm. your left leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, thinking I'm going to go for that juicy forearm next. We all know how beefcake you are. Oh, yeah. Uh, I bet there's a lot of good gristle and meat up in that area. Oh, oh yeah. Me? No- noted strong boy, Sam Siegel? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, interesting choices. Uh, we will get into that later. We're going to have some cannibalism talk today. Awesome. Um, Army Hammer is glued to this podcast yes, right now. Yeah, this one is it's just for you, Army. Um... <laughs> Well, uh, folks, obviously we did not watch uh, 2016's The Neon Demon. Uh, let me let me tell you about what happened. Yeah. So I sat down. Um, I don't know what day it was. Uh, maybe it was Friday. Maybe it was yesterday. Uh, maybe it was an, a, a totally other day. I think it was um, yesterday. I think this all happened roughly 24 hours ago. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, so, sit down to watch Neon Demon, and, um, I, like, start it. You know, I I take my little notes in my notebook to, you know, because I put the date in the movie and all that. Uh, and then Kenna is like, is he even in this? And I was like, I think so? And, um, I didn't want to watch it. Uh, like I, I, I didn't want to watch anything. In fact, yeah. So um, already, I was like, "Well, if there's a chance that he's not, let's let's pause this." So Kenna looked up the plot of Neon Demon, and it is uh, like gross out body horror. So I take issue with both of those categorizations, but for all intents and purposes, let's just say yeah. Like, so yeah. He, he, here's here's what I'll say: the concepts in the movie grossed me out, yeah, and <laughs> made me I mean. <laughs> horrified about bodies. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if I think a horror had episode, we might dissect like exactly what's going on. But for mm-hmm. all intents and purposes, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> what's it, the difference? It sounded like some edge lord shit. Yeah. And um, was just enough stuff that I was like, even if Keanu is in this a whole lot, I'm not watching it. Yeah. I'm just not going to do it. Which I, is the first for this podcast. Well, you know, Luke, I was thinking about it while I was urinating before we started recording just now. And uh, I got to, you know, I got to set a good example for my son. And <laughs> uh, that is setting boundaries. And the yeah. boundary I'm going to set is I'm not going to sit for two, two fucking hours yeah. watching a, a film that is just going to make me physically, mentally, psychologically, emotionally, and visually uncomfortable. I will. Because <laughs> yeah. here's the deal, folks. Uh, Jackie listened to a horror queers podcast episode about this which is not me slandering a group of people that are into a subgenre of movies 
That's mm-hmm. the name of the podcast, and it fucking rips. Uh, so if you're looking for a horror hut kind of like if you miss the horror hut, check out Horror Queers. It's an amazing podcast. Uh, but okay. they did a whole episode on Neon Demon and Jackie listened to it. So the good news, buddy, is that it doesn't sound like Keanu's in it enough for us mm-hmm. to watch it. Uh, now, what's interesting is that you think I'm worried about it because I'm not. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I walked up the hill yeah. of um, I'm not going to watch this movie because it sounds too gross for your boy. Yeah. And I said, this is where I'll die. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah. But I guess for the sake of this project, you are totally in the clear. I don't want people emailing us that we skipped one because uh, mm-hmm. we all know the rules. Ten minutes. They got to be in it at least ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't sound like he is. But here's the deal. Anyway, we're going to watch it. Not me and you. Me and Jackie. No. We're going to watch yeah. it. Uh, I, I will not. Because it is a horror movie. We're going to do a horror hut reunion. Maybe on the main feed, maybe on Patreons, and I can't guarantee when, but uh, we'll we'll do it, and so that at least one of us will have seen a movie. Keanu's definitely in, but I he's a motel owner, and it's mm-hmm. like not related to the main plot, so I don't think he's in it a whole lot. Here's the sum total of what I know about Keanu in this movie. Um, his name is Hank. He's a motel owner, and at one point he utters the phrase. That's some real Lolita shit. That's all I know. And I think that's all I need to know about his character. Yeah. It'll be a, it'll be an interesting time. Uh, I'm kind of excited for it. But I respect and understand and validate your decision to not watch the Neon Demon. So instead, yeah. what did we consume? So instead, we watched the 2016 film uh, that barely features Keanu Reeves named The Bad Batch. It does have him. I counted. It's long enough that we had to watch this movie. How many minutes is it? It's like 15. God Uh, damn it. And here's the thing. I have a new addendum to this rule uh, that may actually get us out of some more movies in the future if you're willing Mm -hmm. to hear it. Yeah. uh, If it'll get us out of movies, (laughs) I'm all ears. (laughs) My rule is uh, I 10 minutes, and I think this new rule kind of intersect, which is that mm-hmm. if you could cut every scene that our target is in and the movie still makes perfect sense, we're not watching that movie. Now, how would you handle that in a movie like, mm, I don't know, just pulling it out of a cloud, The Bad Batch, where the movie doesn't make sense at all? Well, I would say the structure that is provided by the movie does not make sense if you remove the Keanu scenes. He is load-bearing for this movie. For a movie that, even with him in it, doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, it's a nice sneak peek at the review section, (laughs) because that's fair. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I think the plot such as it is, and God, am I dreading having to do the plot for this one. Yeah, God fucking help you. Um, Yeah, if you remove Keanu from this movie, it doesn't work. Even as much as it does. So I Mm -hmm. think regrettably we did have to do this one. But the good news, buddy, is that we watched it. And now we never have to see it again. Never again. Yeah. Um, so. How is your watch? Standing the whole time. Uh, Wow, that's two hours. Two hours at 6 a.m. I want to break something down really quick. Mm -hmm. I've been doing standing watches for many years now. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I have also been medicated. Uh, I have bipolar disorder and I'm on an antipsychotic that keeps me not town crazy, mm-hmm. uh, which is how I like to refer to myself. It's like if I weren't on drugs, I'd be like the town crazy guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's got one. And like old timey musicals, there's like one lunatic in the village. Sure. Yeah. That that would be me. Um, gotcha. Yeah. And I'm, I'm OK with that. Um, turns out <laughs> a side effect. Of one of the drugs I'm on is a thing called akathisia. Now, Sam, have you heard of akathisia? Uh, well, to peek behind the curtain, uh, it, you did mention it. Yeah. To 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 me and a friend. Yeah. In a in a message. Yeah, a friend of the podcast. Um, I did look it up. Isn't it akin to restless leg syndrome? It's basically I'm a shark, which means if I stop swimming, I die. Uh, I have to keep moving. Yeah, um, which is which is why a lot of folks don't know this. You're always recording from a pool. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I know that you're for the viewers that are like actually watching this on YouTube. Like, it looks like I'm I'm underwater. It's all this yeah. is all the visual effects to make me mm-hmm. look more normal. It's a really so we got um Zoom Super Premium. Yeah. And it has the most sophisticated filters, uh, so we can make it look like Luke is above ground. Yeah, no, I'm in a pool. Yeah, mm-hmm. if I stop swimming, I die. Um, so the good news is, well, all that to say, a lot of my standing watches, I think, were a side effect of that. Uh-huh. Uh, but the good news is I'm on a different drug now mm-hmm. that means I no longer have that condition, which is wow. lovely. I can like sit long enough to read a book, uh, which, you know, miracle modern medicine folks talk to your doctor. If you have an issue, don't mm-hmm. just like do standing watches for years. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I still watch this one in an agitated position, <laughs> still standing. Yeah. And I don't think that's the akathisia. I think it's the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it it absolutely is, Luke. I'll I'll validate that. This was not from your drugs. This yeah. was uh fr- from the movie itself. Yeah. So the only other thing I have to say about my watch, critical to my watch, I didn't want to watch last night. Uh mm-hmm. I just wasn't in the headspace. I ran to Guitar Center to get some shit and then came back and was like, I don't wanna do this. It's seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. I need to go to sleep. Because uh, I'm ancient. So instead, Sam, I got up and then at the bright and early hour of 6 a.m. started this movie. <sighs> is it is it is it sad that my first thought is, boy, I wish I could sleep until six. <laughs> well, I didn't. I got up at 530. Yeah. Um, but I started I gave myself, thankfully, a 30 minute window to like consume caffeine, use the restroom mm-hmm. and then start the movie. Right. And I'm very glad I did because even with that buffer, mm-hmm. I left this movie kind of fucked up. Really? I was anxious by the end of this movie. Ang- okay. Like physically anxious. Huh. And I think it's because I started my day with the bad batch. It's not how I would recommend you start a day. No. Not a bit. It, in fact, is not something I would recommend for any part of your day. No. Yeah. 
so the fact that I literally like basically woke up and immediately started the film more or less and then consumed it for two hours uh, was not advisable. I felt Mm -hmm. quite bad physically by the end of it. Uh, Went downtown, got a cappuccino, felt much better. So, you know, your mileage may vary. Uh, Sam, how was your watch? Well, I did not want to watch the movie. Um, As previously mentioned, didn't want to watch Neon Demon, didn't want to watch this. Uh, So I watched the film angrily and disinterestedly until my son became hungry and then I fed him and barely paid attention to the film. Amazing. Um, And then I paused the movie. I bathed my son. Had a blast. Mm. Bath time. Let me tell you about bath time. Uh, I would love to hear about bath time. Bath time started out uh, as something really only only my wife could do because uh, he uh, would become very agitated in the tub. And uh, at at that at this age, still, but particularly at that age, my son cannot differentiate between his body and my wife's body. Mm-hmm. He just thinks they're the same person because he did spend that way for about nine months. Yeah. Um. And so often, I cannot comfort him uh, because uh, he doesn't want me. Yeah. Which is fine. You know, we all have our role to play. So for a while, I could not give him baths. Uh, I did start giving him baths. The first couple, pretty rough, let me tell you. One of them, uh, he spent the entire time screaming so hard and so loud that I uh, I had never seen him that upset before. Um, and it was uh, truly distressing. Yeah. Uh, it it zeroed me out uh, in a big way. I, I, was, I cried for a while after. Um, it was, it was intense. And so I was pretty gun shy about bathing him after that. Yeah, understandably. Yeah. Continued to do it though. The boy has to be clean. Um, but over time he has come to enjoy the baths and he's gone from, you know, screaming during them, uh, to this just like, kind of like, (laughs) it's, I don't, I, it's hard to describe it where he goes essentially into like a fugue state. Where he just does this like thousand mile stare and doesn't really react to anything happening in the tub, but he's not angry. He's just like, <laughs> he's just like astral projecting. He's just blissing out. He's just vibing, man. Yeah. And now he is partying. It is party time. He's, he's learning how to splash with his feet. He last night he figured out how to splash with his hands. Oh. And so we were splishing, we were splashing, we were washing and we were wishing. Let me tell you, we were having a good time. Uh particularly because I was not watching the bad batch. Yeah. Yeah, critically, if you'd been watching the bad batch at the time, it would have mm-hmm. socked any joy oh, yeah. or happiness out of the experience. Mhm. Uh, so, so we did the bath, had a great time. Yeah. Um, and then I read him a new book that I got him, a jazz baby, real fun read. Let me tell you. Um, it, no, it's got like a, a like a rhythm to it. Oh, I believe you. I just yeah. like that. Uh, we're at a stage now where we're recommending, uh, baby books to people. That's three well, years ago, my dude. Yeah. And, we would not uh, have expected that. So no, but let me tell you, I can't recommend this movie, but I can recommend Jazz Baby. Nice. Um, so so I had a good time. Ate uh, ate dinner, and then I did I did finish the movie at that point. 
Yeah. Uh, sometime after dinner, I think, because I wasn't going to make Ken watch that shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was my watch. I was on my phone a lot, too. Fair. Um, but, Luke, uh, importantly, it's time to play Lone Lever Love. I have been waiting to play this game all mm-hmm. fucking week. And I, yes! I'm not yes! making that up. Like, every time I thought about this record, I was like, I get to play that game again. And I am psyched <laughs> out of my goddamn skull. Okay, Luke. Well, do you want to go over the rules one more time since... Uh, yeah, so, so uh, Lone Lever Love. Um, between the time that uh, my son was born... And, um, when I came back to the podcast, uh, I started 51 movies. Which now, is some of the, a whole a lot. lot. <laughs> it is a lot. Um, some of them I watched by myself. That's alone. Some of them I watched with my wife, who is my love, hence love. Some of them dipped out on. And yeah. That's a leave. Bounced hard. So I will give Luke three movies. Yeah. One is a loan, one is a leave, one is a love. And he has to identify which one. Okay. Uh, so, Luke. Mm-hmm. Let me let me get a good one. Hmm. Let me do okay. Yes, yes, perfect, perfect. Fury. Okay. I don't think I know Fury. The Brad Pitt tank movie from World War Two. Okay, okay. Brad Pitt World War Two tank movie. Thank you movie. for the additional information because that helps a lot. Shia LaBeouf, uh, uh, John Bernthal, and um, ah uh, shit. Yeah, can I just say what a, a a group of dudes who were born to play World War Two movies. Oh yes. Can you like yeah. Shia LaBeouf and especially John Bernthal? Mm-hmm. Are just made to be strapped into a GI's outfit and like uh-huh. march oh, through hey. Europe. Yeah. So we've got Fury. Okay. We've got Dunkirk. Okay. Oh no. I sense mm-hmm. a pattern. <laughs> and we have Tenet. Oh. Yes. I expected a third World War II movie. Well, uh, I would like to. Because yeah. I, t- I will tell you, there were multiple uh world war ii movies consumed during this time period but there's some categorical overlap so those are our three i see i understand okay i'm pretty sure that you mentioned that you watched dunkirk with kenna at some point okay so i'm reasonably certain that's the love it also just feels like a movie that you would have watched with kenna Mm mm-hmm I think the surprise entry for this week is Fury. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that was a dip. I feel like it's got all the hallmarks of a great Sam Malone watch. Uh-huh. But I think for some reason he got in there, maybe Shia LaBeouf was, like, farting a lot or something, and that was the joke that you weren't there for. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, I'm out. I can't handle these Shia LaBeouf toots anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shia LaBeouf known for farting in films. Known for farting in films. Much like Tom Hanks is known for pissing at him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like you love Tenet by yourself. Well, okay, here's my problem with this game. My only okay. issue. Uh-huh. I keep wanting to assign value to the movies, which is not the point of the game. No, not at all. <laughs> right. As far as, like, I'm not trying to guess which ones you love. 
other than the dip. The dip means you didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, I, Luke, I will tell you, there are some movies that uh, either I or Kenna watched all the way through that we did not enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Um, although I could also see an argument that Tenet is, I mean, Tenet's a big movie. Mm-hmm. And maybe something that you and Kenna both wanted to watch together since it's kind of a big one. All right, I'm going to stick to my guns. Okay. Tenant alone. Fury dipped. Left. Uh, and then... Uh, <laughs> Dunkirk. Dunkirk, thank you. <laughs> the, um, in my head, every time I think about that movie, I just see people screaming and running between trenches, which I feel like is like... <laughs> Not correct. Okay. <laughs> Not even a little bit right. All right. Well, anyway, Dunkirk, I think, was the together, the love. Luke, you are 0 for 3 on this oh, one. Ah, god damn it. I still love to play it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, McKenna and I watched Fury together. Okay. Um, I watched Dunkirk by myself. All right. And I dipped out of Tenet after half an hour. Tenet does seem like a dip, if I'm honest. Like, Yeah, I did. I like. <laughs> so, funnily enough, I thought about trying to finish Tenet. And then I was like, you know what? I want to do this game with Luke. I don't actually have that movies I di- that many movies I dipped out of. Oh. So I have to keep this as a dip. <laughs> yeah. So so I may one day return to Tenet. Uh, it is not this this day. I got to um, say, I am struggling with this game. I'm still having a blast <laughs> and I'm going to look forward to playing next week. There is no mm-hmm. rhyme or reason to any of it. None. None. Yeah. But... But look, you have forty-five more chances <laughs> to, to get a correct one. Fantastic! I will discern. I it's like reading runes. I'm gonna cast them and then learn to read them, uh, or you cast them and then I learn to to prognosticate from them. So perfect. Yeah, perfect. Um, how about the plot of this fucking movie? Okay, I can't do the plot. But I can do a sketch of what the fuck is going on. And then we'll talk about it. If that works. Um, Yeah, I don't give a shit. Okay. Basically, this is a dystopia. Not that far off from where we are now. Mm -hmm. Um, Specifically in Texas, where uh, anyone who is determined to be part of the Bad Batch, a.k.a. Mm -hmm. a criminal, or... Not a desired uh, member of society or whatever. Yeah, general undesirable was the vibe I got, but I also mostly fed my son and thought about other things. Yeah, like, ostensibly it's a penal issue, but, um, yeah, you get the impression it's kind of anybody <laughs> Texas don't like, which is mm-hmm. a lot of people, um, gets sent into the desert in Texas. Uh, they live outside of society. There's a huge sign in the beginning of the movie as the main character walks out into the desert. She walks past a sign that says, like, you're leaving the state of Texas in the United States of America. This is a godless wasteland. And it literally says, good luck at mm-hmm. the end. Okay. From that point forward, here's characters. And then we're going to move the fuck on. The main character is a girl who i don't know if we ever figure out what she did who cares um she's taken by cannibals immediately Mm -hmm. and then she gets her leg and her arm cut off Mm -hmm. 
She eventually makes her way to Comfort, which is a place run by Keanu Reeves that runs on drugs and noodles, but is like otherwise a pretty okay place to be out in the wastelands. Uh Jason Momoa is Miami man, which he conveniently has tattooed across his clavicle. Mm -hmm. Um, Just so you know. Um, Yeah who he is and he is the leader of a cannibal group he has a daughter his daughter gets taken to comfort because the lead character shoots his partner friend yeah i don't know takes the kid uh so jason obviously goes out miami man goes out and tries to find her keanu reeves as stated is the guy that runs comfort he has a beautiful skeezy ass porn mustache yes and and runs a harem of pregnant women mm-hmm. all interestingly seemingly around the same kind of they, they all seem to be kind of roughly the same uh time along in their pregnancy yeah and if you which drew, means he must be like a fucking assembly line oh he's busy yeah mm-hmm. or he was busy now who knows um but they also look based like if you drew a, if a sketch artist drew a sketch of one of them, it would have matched. You would have had a room full of people. They're all like kind of identical as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, he runs Comfort and is no shock, kind of a creep who runs a mm-hmm. cult. Um. That's it, Sam. What's your word for this one? Oh, this movie's pointless. This movie is empty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, folks, if you heard that description, uh, and you said, "How could this be two hours long?" Join the club. Yeah, I too would like to know how this was two hours long because this is a movie with so little in it. It could have been an email. <laughs> I paused it at one point. At around apparently six forty-five, it had only been going forty-five minutes, and I felt mm-hmm. like. Surely we're moving along. Mm-hmm. And nope. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Jim Carrey is a mute who finds people in the desert and he helps them. Mm-hmm. Wow. And also, uh, 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 fan favorite is back, Jiffy Ribs. Jiffy Ribs, Giovanni Ribisi mm-hmm. is back um, to do fuck all, my dude. Yeah. Well, that's kind of everyone in this movie. Everyone here's uh, back to do basically nothing. Here's why I described this movie as empty. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot going on. There's a series of events. Mm -hmm. It's none of it is helpful or addressed or done anything with. Like, okay, I give more details about the like weird penal system that they have in that little sketch. Then we get in the whole movie. Yeah. Like, if there's a moral or a point or some kind of, like, driving force, I didn't clock it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, again, it all kind of just happens and for no real reason. And so I looked up the uh, writer of this movie, uh, yeah. who's also the director, and it will not shock you to learn that they have mostly done short films. Yeah. This this has it's a short film that got made into a big film, mm-hmm. kind of all over it. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so I I think we've been keeping Army waiting long enough. Yeah, dude is salivating and is so he engorged. Is. Yeah. I don't agree with what these cannibals are doing. And now you might be thinking that what I'm saying is that I don't agree with cannibalism. Eh, whatever. Okay. Uh, Army. <laughs> <laughs> okay, didn't know that about you. <laughs> My primary disagreement with these cannibals is their choice of cuts. I see. Uh, let's let's think about this. Let's okay? get let's get Hannibal up in here. Let's get Hannibal up in here. And that's exactly what I do want to talk about because Hannibal picked cuts that would uh, have good marbling, good flavor, and he seasoned them. Yeah. What we're seeing is that they cut off somebody's arm, their yeah. forearm. There's not a lot of meat here, folks. Yeah. Not a lot of meat. Um, and they throw it right on the grill. No salt, no pepper. What the fuck is happening here? Yeah. If, if you're go- if you're gonna eat human meat, which I you know I guess I'd rather you not, Army Hammer. Ideally, um, ideally you don't ever eat a human being. Yeah, ideally. Yeah. But if you are, let's let's go with a harm reduction approach, okay? <laughs> if you're going to eat human meat, let's talk about where you should be getting. Yeah. What what cuts you should go for. And I have an idea of what I think the best part of a human body would be to consume. Okay. okay. Luke, I'm curious what you think. Fun fact, I abhor cannibalism. Okay. Okay. I genuinely do. It creeps me out. I don't uh-huh. like it. And, okay. Uh, if the Donner Party returned, like you know, the people that made it mm-hmm. showed up. I think there were two of them left. Mm-hmm. Showed up in my town, and at some point said, "I ate people. Dead. Don't care. They're gone." Mm. Like, oh, did, I thought. Yeah, I thought you were seizing a moral high ground here because I said that I no. Is. No, no, no. I get okay. I get that functionally it has to happen sometime. Sometimes it has to happen. Sometimes it has to happen. I am so skeezed out by it. Mm-hmm. I, I would rather starve to death. I've thought a lot about this. Mm, okay. Like, there's a whole season of the show, The Terror, where they deal with this. Because mm-hmm. um, they're all starving in the ice sheets of the Arctic. And uh, there's a couple characters who are like, nah, I'd rather die. That's me. Uh, ah, okay. But. But. So, yes, and. Did you. Hold on. Did you okay. watch Hannibal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, weirdly, could, weirdly, that was okay because it's like chef's table over there. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure that we're, that we're not going down a road that you don't want to go down. Because, oh, I'm okay with this. I just okay. wanted it known that like. I'm not creeped out by much in horror movies. Mm-hmm. This is particularly a button. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I can't explain it other than okay. just like, again, if the diner party showed up and I had them in my house, it's like, oh my God, you went through such a thing. And one of them was like, yeah, we ate this guy. Axe to the head. No. Nope. Yeah. You're not I mean, young. that's that's fair. I don't want to meet a cannibal. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Like, you're not yeah. going back into society as far as I'm concerned. That's... Yeah. But, yes, and. Yes, and. I think the... So do you want my favorite cut? What I would, what I would yeah, go for? Yeah, I, I... Yeah. If I were Army Hammer and looking to consume some human flesh. Um, mm-hmm. Lungs. Organ meat, huh? Yeah, I think... 
I'm I'm big on some organ meat. Are you? Yeah, I like a good chicken liver. This uh, is actually news to me. Yeah, I don't not all the time, mm-hmm. and I haven't cooked it in a super long time because it's kind of hard to find outside of the South. I feel like that's more of a Southern thing, chicken livers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm okay with organ meat. I feel like the lungs would be particularly like good if seasoned and cooked correctly. Mm-hmm. And Hannibal seems to agree because there is an extended sequence in season one where he cooks somebody's lungs. Oh, okay. Well, how would you prepare them? I'm kind of thinking like obviously garlic. Um, Got to do garlic. Yeah, uh-huh. but I think a nice like rub mm-hmm. of some kind, and then slow heat. I'm trying to decide how because I don't actually know how you cook lungs. Um, I I don't know. I that's one of the organs that I've not heard being yeah. consumed. Yeah, I know it happens. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess maybe a braise mm-hmm. with uh, like a, a lemon, butter, rosemary sort of like rub on top, salt and pepper. Okay. Some garlic okay. in there. Um, kind of keep it basic, I think, and see how yeah. it works. There you uh, go. Yeah, wouldn't you have loved it in this movie? It would have been a huge like tone shift, but if someone got their arm chopped off and then the other the cannibal was like okay in case you're curious i'm gonna put this in a slow cooker now Mm -hmm. with a nice layer of broth we're gonna add some garlic that i'm gonna Mm -hmm. squeeze out later exactly yada 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 but sam what are you thinking i so i've weirdly spent a lot of time thinking about what part of the human would taste best yeah i think it's the butt it's probably the butt. It's probably the butt because yeah. every every other piece, I, I, bit of muscle in a human, I think it's gonna is like there's not much there, and I think it's gonna be like stringy and like yeah. overly lean. But your butt, I think that's the closest you're gonna get to a ribeye uh, in a human. I think so, and I'm pretty sure the people in the terror agree with you. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what got eaten. <laughs> in that show i think butt was on the menu yeah so i think you'd go with a a nice butt steak yeah i think butt steak for sure yeah so um you know you put a little bit of oil in a screaming hot cast iron skillet yeah screak folks if you're gonna cook this butt in that pan better it needs be, to be hot hot and uh, you'll have wanted to uh, salt salt this butt steak real good, and oh, yeah. then maybe put it in like your fridge, yeah, um, on like a wire rack over a uh, um, you know like a sheet pan for like uh, you know like a day or yeah. two to just kind of like let let the salt really get in there, kind of let the outside dry out a bit, kind of like a like a dry age. Yeah, I'm thinking that. So you know how certain proteins take salt really well, like beef. Is mm-hmm. like you're describing really good if salted like mm-hmm. heavily and yeah chicken not so much chicken doesn't take in salt as as uh or takes it in too much i guess like you can yes I, I, I don't know you can over salt a chicken really easily i guess is my oh point. that's what you mean yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah um i think human meat's gonna be in the former camp oh i think you i don't think you can over salt 
butt meat. I don't think you can oversalt butt meat at all. So folks, go nuts with it. Go nuts. Uh, and then, so after you've sort of dry aged it, basically, um, for a couple days in the fridge, uh, then you're going to want to hit it with uh, some really coarsely ground cracked pepper. Yeah. Um, fr- you know, fresh from the pepper mill, you really want to get that those nice kind of volatile organic compounds. And then uh, you're going to put it in that, again, screaming hot cast iron skillet and give it a good sear. Yeah. On all sides. And I don't just mean the top and the bottom. I mean the sides. I Every edge. Yeah. Um, maybe there's a fat cap on it. I don't really know, but you want to make sure that you get a good sear on that. Render some of that fat out. Um, and once you've gotten it to the doneness, which I don't actually know how, like, do you eat human meat like medium rare? Should you just go all the way well done on that bad boy? I wonder if it's like pork, because supposedly we're very similar to pigs. Um, yeah, I don't know where we land on. I don't either. Medium rare pork. I feel like that's a big no no. Yeah, yeah. So so maybe trend toward well done. Yeah, I don't think um, we're like cows. I think for maybe, safety. Yeah, for safety. You know, uh, the CDC, harm reduction. <laughs> yeah, the FDA and the CDC both really recommend Luke. thoroughly cooking. Luke, mm-hmm. it's not the FDA, it's the USDA. Come on. USDA, thank you. Come thank on, you. Get, get your food regulatory services right. We have the, so many. The, the USDA does meat, the FDA does other stuff. <laughs> and then the ATF. Uh, <laughs> That's, whoa. I just like that it exists. Like, it's so American that it exists at all. Alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. <laughs> <laughs> the fun agency <laughs> they I, probably see like firecrackers and cage matches too like they just anything fun that's their department so i do i do love that like our um food regulatory agencies make zero sense because it's like oh the food and drug administration so it's like okay so i know what's going on there so the, they'll rate the meat right no uh-uh no, that's the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Yeah, absolutely it is. Huh, okay. Now, do they uh, do they take care of corn? I don't know. F- fuck, I know. <laughs> that's the ATF, weirdly enough. That's the ATF. Uh, corn, <laughs> too fucking that shit rips, Too volatile. <laughs> anyway, so, so you want to get a good hard sear on this butt meat, uh, and then you're going to want to finish it with, like, some unsalted butter, uh, some crushed cloves of garlic and uh, fresh thyme and rosemary and just baste it, you know, get a nice crust on this butt steak and then let it let it sit out of the pan for a little bit, like yeah. five, ten minutes. Let those juices sort of coagulate and then go to town on it. Go to town on it. What would mm-hmm. you serve as a side for butt steak? French fries. Butt steak but- and palm frite. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, a butt steak frite. A butt stick free. Mm-hmm. All right, man, man. That sounds yeah. not pretty good. No, it doesn't. I was going to say out of habit. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound good. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want to eat the butt steak, but if you're going to eat butt steak, yeah, I think that's the way to do it. Yeah, I mean, Ar- now, Army Hammer, he nutted four times. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get another five star review on Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. from a certain A Hammer <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> um, so I did notice yeah. w- one thing in this movie uh, that I did like. Okay. Um, and Jason Momoa, um, uh, soon to be our uh, next season, Hanksy Panksy, please, sir, may I have some Momoa? Uh, <laughs> Not happening, but very good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> very good indeed. Um, does drink a soda, and Luke, I don't know if you clocked the uh, the brand of this soda. No. Jizzy Fizzy. Jizzy Fizzy is not a drink that's going in my face. Nope. <laughs> so it really begs a lot of questions. Times are bleak out there in the in the desert. It sounds oh, like. Well, so that's the question. Is so? Is this a product that is from the United States that has permeated this border into this weird bad batch penal colony? Um, which. Begs a few more questions, like, why are Americans in whatever year this is clamoring for Jizzy Fizzy? <laughs> so you're saying, is it so ubiquitous in the, on the other side of the wall, mm-hmm. uh, Game of Thrones style, is it, that it has filtered into the north, so to speak? Correct. Yeah. Like, uh, White Walkers are out here drinking Jizzy Fizzy, basically. Mm-hmm. Or... Is it that somehow, somewhere in this wasteland, someone has uh, uh, has the ability to, to produce fairly advanced manufacturing capabilities? Yeah. Um, to, to develop a soda called Jizzy Fizzy, yeah. um, which I assume involves a stable full of men being milked. Mm. Um, yeah. And then uh, some sort of facility to perform canning. So here's what I'm thinking. It's definitely the latter. Okay. Yeah, for sure. It's a manufactured uh, product from within the desert, the penal colony. Um, because one, and I wanted to talk about this anyway, the markets in this movie make no sense. And I think mm-hmm. it's the strongest candidate for why this was a short film that became a long film. It should mm-hmm. not have been so. Because Keanu has a shitload of drugs. Yes. That he is then... It's weird. It's like he's got the LSD, the pills, and the marijuana. Like, we see a big table of all these, and the pregnant women Mm -hmm. are, like, coagulating them. Like, collecting them and somehow turning them into uh, the dream drug. Yes. Which begs the question... Where the fuck did all these drugs come from? The weed makes slightly more sense. You can Even, grow weed. Yeah, you can grow weed. Now, they are in a desert. And yeah. access to water seems... Pretty dicey. Pretty dicey. Yeah, which is but, the other thing. Yeah. But the pharmaceuticals in the LSD, that's a bigger question. It's a huge question. So, I I think it. if we're going to take the movie at face value... Mm-hmm. I think some form of manufacturing is happening, largely for drugs and mm-hmm. also for jizzy fizzy. Jizzy fizzy. Because so, yeah, yeah. I think I think there is a factory owned by Papa Fizzy. Papa Fizzy. Yeah, Papa Fizzy's out here mm-hmm. with his canning 
facility, his brewing facility, because this is this is a fermented beverage. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I yeah. hadn't. It, so, is this like kombucha? Oh my god! <laughs> we've we've talked about some gross ass shit on this podcast over the years. <laughs> we did look, it. We found look, the we, worst thing. I have to quit the show. I will never do better than kombucha. Kombucha, you peaked. You reached Mount Everest. <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah. Thanks for listening. I'm done. Yeah, Sam's out of here. Um, there he goes. Yeah, no more Sam. Um, shit, that sucks that that's what they're making out there. Uh, Sam's coming back. Thank God he's not done. Yeah. <laughs> what are we? What are we doing? I have a son. Yeah. Someone what am I doing? Ostensibly is going to. Well, your son's probably never going to listen to this podcast. I hope not. Um, but, you know, th- there's a world in which your son, the wee baby Keanu, figures out that that joke happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. One day I'm going to get called in to go to his school. Yeah. And they're going to be like, hey, Sam, um, wanted to talk to you about something. Um. Your, your son said kombucha in class today? And we were like, oh, you mean kombucha? And he said, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's where you're wrong. <laughs> not not kombucha, but kombucha. <laughs> and then he spelled it out on the on the whiteboard. Uh, and he spelled it C-U-M. But, and he said this was something that, that you joked about. Yeah. Could you explain this, Sam? And then I will make them watch all two hours of The Bad Batch. And they will understand that Jizzy Fizzy is a... It's hard to describe it as delightful, but let's say delightful. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <laughs> potable. potable. Maybe we just go with potable. It's a potable, naturally created, mm-hmm. <laughs> naturally carbonated beverage. Naturally fermented. Yeah, it you know you take uh, a mother culture like a yeast <laughs> culture. I think you could call it a father culture. You take a one. father culture. The good point, thank you. Got to get You're our welcome. branding down <laughs> for old Papa Fizzy. Papa Fizzy takes a father, introduces it to some material, mm-hmm. and then uh, then it goes straight into Jason Momoa. So mm-hmm. yeah, God yep. damn, that's gross. <laughs> it's pretty rough it's rough shit though it makes for i have to say a far more compelling plot uh and world than this movie presents us yes and that's kind of my point about the free market in this desert like it doesn't make any sense at all no uh there's dream bucks like they're Mm -hmm. all trading in dream dollars and comfort um by the way, here's the only thing I have to say about this movie that I've been holding on to this whole time. Yeah. I do think this was, I don't know what the budget was. It wasn't enough mm-hmm. because they don't have enough extras. Did you notice this? No. Like they're throwing a rave in comfort and there's like 50 people. 
maybes. <laughs> Nor did they have the budget to make a full set. So comfort is basically a row with like a noodle shop and like 10 people. Mm-hmm. It's really anemic. And then Giovanni, Jimmy Ribs is walking around screaming about stuff. And it's like three shops. Tops. Yeah, I do like that. Y- you can tell that he can only walk so far. Yeah, and then he has to turn the- around. <laughs> yeah, before they're like, "Oh, you're at the edge of the set. You got to turn back around." Yeah, it's amazing. So I just love that. Whatever seem- money they spent on this was not enough for the the people, or that it was poorly allocated. Because I got to tell you, I don't think you needed Keanu Reeves for this. No. And what? I assume he works for a bag of like gummy bears mm-hmm. and a soda at this point. Um, I so this is my question: Is does he have an agent, or is it just like <laughs> whatever person is nearest to him when he's like, "Man, I'd like to do another gig." I think his agent at this time was thirteen. Think about it; it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, thirteen year old would would see Jizzy Fizzy in the script and go, "Fuck yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you should do this movie. You should do this movie. This is this is gonna be a big hit. Maybe it's like Keanu's like nephew or something. That uh, actually would make more a lot more sense. Yeah, it's like thirteen, fourteen year old nephew who sees Jizzy Fizzy and thinks, "Fuck yeah!" Also, this movie rules. It's got cannibals. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like Mad Max, but so boring. Yeah, because it's got this like kind of wannabe edgelord shit going on with it. Yep. But it just doesn't get there. And I would explain the Neon Demon, too, because it's like, oh, you get to be like a skeezy motel owner. Yeah, you get to say, that's some real Lolita shit. Yeah, that's dark as hell, man. That's dork. That's dork. Um. Yeah, but anyway, there's not enough extras at the rave. It's very funny to me that it like like you said, this is Keanu. This is yeah. the guy who did the like movie with the big rave in you know, thinking the Matrix Two, mm-hmm. uh, Matrix Reloaded, where they had the huge mud party. Yeah, the you know, mud orgy. The mud orgy was well staffed. The I mud orgy had plenty of people. Had no, plenty of people. No one's jacking off at the mud orgy unless they want to. Unless they want to. There and uh, also plenty of butt meat, plenty of butt steaks mm-hmm. at that orgy. Oh yeah, um, nothing but butt steak. Nothing but butt steak. But no one's no one's jacking off out of necessity at the no, mud orgy. No, there are no forced watchers. Exactly. Um, Whereas this this party, yeah, yeah, it's. Also, the costume design is bad. It bad. Kind of, there's nothing here that's good. No, but let's analyze Keanu for a second because we yeah, need let's to talk, talk about, about our boy. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a wig mm-hmm. that is ill-fitted. Is not even appropriate. It is just bad. I would helter skelter. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. straight up. It's a Manson wig. Higgledy-piggledy. Yeah, even. yeah. So he's got that. And then he's always wearing ledger, like, bathrobes. Or uh, all white, like, yeah. formal wear. Yeah. And the stash. We gotta talk about the stash. The stash in the, like, big glasses. 
the big he looks like a 70s porno director he does which i would much rather see him do yeah now that would be pretty groovy that would be pretty why haven't we seen him in a lot of period pieces like that i don't know he's he's done older stuff maybe it's because i mean we we don't talk about it a lot on this podcast because uh it's obvious keanu reeves is immortal yeah Um, i've mentioned it a couple times with the the mysteries of mr reeves yeah exactly um so maybe he doesn't like doing period pieces because people might see a photo or Mm -hmm. put things together that's a little too close to home and if you're on set and someone's like, well, this movie's in 1902, so back then they would do this. And he goes, well, actually, no, you know, yeah, we used not. to do that. I mean, I read uh, once. That- yeah. <laughs> I, I also imagine that it becomes too easy for him to get lost in that in yeah. those roles. Yeah. Um, because he's just, you know, he remembers that life. Yeah. I have a question about Keanu in this movie. Uh-huh. Do you think his performance was good? No. Yeah, I don't either. I I think he phoned it in. I really think he did. Uh, like, he showed up for, I think, not even a full day on yeah. set. Uh, and was like, what do you need me to do? Okay, uh, can I just put the wig on myself? Yeah. <laughs> and then he just kind of said some shit. I don't know. Again, the, the others... <laughs> uh, the movie was a little quiet. The movie uh, is empty there's yeah, no is... dialogue i forgot to mention this people yeah. there's basically no dialogue and it pissed me off so and much when there is dialogue it is pretty quiet and i didn't yeah. care enough to turn the volume up and also my son uh gets very excited about eating and makes a decent amount of noise so i just didn't hear a lot when people were talking <laughs> you didn't miss anything exactly i like the fact that you and i are equally confused is pretty damning for uh for the dialogue in this movie yeah i had subtitles on and everything i caught oh, here's the crazy thing about the subtitles mm-hmm. the subtitles would pop up with shit people are saying mm-hmm. that's inaudible that oh you cannot hear even with the volume up well now that's interesting yeah, like shit happening ostensibly somewhere off screen. Mm-hmm. It'll be like, man says, oh no, my jizzy fizzy, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, oh, you spilled kombucha all over my shirt. Right. Uh, but I, I, you can't hear it. It's just no. in the script, I guess. Can I say something real quick? Mm-hmm. Fuck Jim Carrey. Yeah, fuck Jim Carrey, though. Fuck Jim Carrey. I'm I'm I've always been tired of his fucking shtick, and I'm I was extra tired of it in this movie. Yeah. Not even his fault that like that character existed, but in my mind it is. Yeah. Like he came on set and was like, "Hey, can I add a character to this movie?" And they were like, "Why not?" Uh, and he made the most annoying character in the movie somehow. Yeah, despite not talking. Despite not talking, because he wasn't talking, I think. Yeah. Um, um yeah and the thing about him in case you're thinking we're ragging on like your childhood favorite jim carrey or whatever mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure he's a raging anti-vaxxer is he oh yeah no he's a certified dick oh i just didn't like him oh okay i thought you were referencing the fact that during covid 
he's like unless he's changed his tune and i'm barking up the wrong tree he's all about like natural remedies homeopathic mm, stuff i gotcha and i think he's against i think he was an anti-vaxxer before covid oh that's fine no OG anti-vaxxer yeah i think he's against like your typical shots that you mm. get for kids um fucker yeah so he did make that sonic movie though which he did make that sonic movie <laughs> i did watch yeah because the person next to me on a flight from boston watched it and was engrossed <laughs> never seen somebody watch a movie that intently like inches from the screen like glued to it like an adult human being watching the sonic movie <laughs> like fuck yeah that's sonic that's my dude <laughs> so shout out to that human that was amazing and i had a great time watching it with them so <laughs> yeah i t- i actually during during the 51 movie period i um i tried to pitch sonic to Kenna, because I was like, Luke said that the person next to him on the plane loved it. Uh, I can't but... emphasize enough how into that movie they were. <laughs> oh, that movie has, I think I've talked about it, but some of the most incredible product placement, too. It's really worth watching just for Yeah, that. yeah. Did I ever tell you about the time uh, that I was on an international flight and the only movie that uh, was even remotely interesting to me was the animated film Robots? Oh, God, no. I watched it five times. Back to back to back to back. It's got Robin Williams in it. It's pretty good. I think Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor, yeah. So, you know, you could do worse. By the fifth time, I was mouthing the dialogue (laughs) along with the movie. (laughs) You get to the customs desk where they ask for your passport and all mm-hmm. you can say is like, you can only speak in lines from the movie Robots. <laughs> from Robots, a movie <laughs> no one knows about. Yeah. That's a deep cut. I saw Robots back in the day a couple times, yeah. I think. Why would you watch it more than once? Because we saw it in theaters and then it came out in Blockbuster and we watched it there, like rented it one night as Oof. well. Yeah. You could have picked something better at Blockbuster, man. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to get out of here? I'm, I don't <laughs> want to talk about this movie anymore. I'm dying to get out of the wasteland that is this movie. Well, Luke, let's see. Next time we will be watching. Let me double check that he's actually fucking in this. I thought we had a big one. Well, there's another one here. Okay, because if it's not Hold this on. one, it is a big one, right? I, yeah, and he's pretty far down in the cast list, and he's just a doctor, and he's not on the he's 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 not on the poster. Fuck it. So let's say it's not that one, and instead, oh yeah, oh shit, it is 2017's John Wick Chapter Two. John Wick. Yes, it's you know what Wick that means, Week. folks. It's Wick Week, and I get to go fire a gun. Oh, you get to go to the shooting range again. I get to go to the shooting range. Oh, and folks, uh, just as a as a as a little teaser here, I have found something called IF. No, wait. Oh, wait. What what is it? What is it called officially? IMFD. Okay. The uh, Internet Movie Firearm database oh yeah yeah yeah. 
Uh, so I will know all the guns that are in John Wick Chapter 2. And uh, I, might, I might try to fire a couple of them. I think you should. Yeah. And also, because I think this is a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Now that you're a father, can you please go to the shooting range and the entire time you're pulling the trigger, just shout, I'm a dad now! Mm, yes, yes. Uh, I have joked with uh, with my wife that I will just bring my son. Yeah. Because um, everyone knows close proximity gunfire, great for babies. Great for babies. Gotta get them started early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, with that, uh, folks... Thanks for listening to another episode of Hanks Banks. You can find us on Facebook at Hanks Banks Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Hanks Banks Pod. You can send us an email at HanksBanksPod at gmail.com. We're also on Blue Sky. I kind of post on there. I kind of don't. We also have a Patreon. It's been a little slow, but we're going to get back up there. Uh, Patreon.com slash HanksyPanksy. And if you chuck us enough money, you can be one of Hanks's heroes like Tuck and Daniel and fellas. I will cook your butts perfectly. That's all you can ask for, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and eat it alongside a nice, tall glass of kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the the perfect meat for any steak. Uh, Luke, do you have a final quote? I do. It's said by our pal Jimmy Rebs, who's in everything. Yes. Um, and, of course, he's in this movie. And it is the most important thing. You can't forget it. Now, if you forget it, you, you have to not forget it. You have to remember... The most important thing, you can't forget it. And it goes on forever, so that's that's it. Man, I hated this fucking movie. Yeah, let's get out of here. Yeah. Well, folks, uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanks Pinks, The Honor Among Reeves. We'll be back next week with John Wick Chapter 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs>